0: Space Gravy! You're listening to Space Gravy with me, Mia Hatton.
1: And me, Rhys L. Griffiths.
0: And who won the facts off last week, I'm, just, I'm
1: still not happy about it. I'll I won the facts
0: off last week, Greece. I'm still
1: furious.
0: I'm very, very happy that Dav deemed me to be the greatest at facts and I got to choose the theme of this episode.
1: This isn't over. We're going to do that again, and I'm going to win.
0: I'm going to win again, and we'll have a second Arnold Schwarzenegger-themed episode.
1: Well, we'll have to see. I'm going to have to try harder.
0: <laughs> you have to fact harder. <laughs> <laughs> but we can't do the sequel to the Schwarzenegger episode until we start the Schwarzenegger episode.
1: We've talked about Schwarzenegger loads on Space Gravy, though, Because we? his
0: films are packed full of fantastic science.
1: When you say fantastic... Do you mean not very good?
0: Well, Total Recall, we decided, was an excellent predictor. Did we? Yeah. It had a very strong exploration of memory plantation. Oh, that's, implantation.
1: That's true. What about the eyes bulging out on Mars? Did we just, just decide if that was true?
0: Well, it obviously didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just true, have to though.
1: wait and see until someone goes to Mars and does that experiment for themselves. I know what
0: happens. They grow potatoes
1: they grow potatoes
0: like in the martian
1: all oh, right now we're getting completely off topic with yeah, we are. i should have kept going pushing it down <laughs> that route away but no we're bringing it back we're getting this over and done with we're,
0: we're not getting it over and done with arnold schwarzenegger is fantastic uh i told you didn't i that a few months ago i went to a six movie arnold schwarzenegger marathon
1: you did tell me this yeah.
0: and a few months before that i went to the arnold schwarzenegger museum
1: you're a bit obsessed, Mia. You have a go at me well, for being obsessed with lobsters all the time. We talk about Schwarzenegger so much Well, more not than really. We, we haven't lobsters. spoken
0: about him since, like, episode 20.
1: That was only, like, five episodes ago.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to ask you what your favourite Schwarzenegger film is.
1: Ooh. There's so many to choose from. Probably Jingle All The Way.
0: I do love Jingle
1: All it's The Way. It's a classic. Do up, I, saw... <laughs> I love Turbo Man.
0: Turbo Man is just fantastic. I want Turbo Man to be a TV show starring Arnold Schwarzenegger. I saw a list of Schwarzenegger's films in order of how good they are that had listed Jingle All the Way Last, and that was not fair.
1: Well, it's not as, like, it's better than some that he's done. (laughs) He's done a lot of rubbish movies. Like what? Like the one with him and Stallone in the jail.
0: Ah, yes, I'm going to talk about that later. Because that was pretty appalling.
1: I love Stallone but that was pretty that was pretty I, bad
0: I don't like Stallone Stallone is much
1: better than ours. no way fine we're going to do a Stallone special <laughs> if I win the next off.
0: alright you're on you haven't asked me what my favourite Schwarzenegger film is
1: what is your favourite Schwarzenegger film Mia? my
0: favourite Schwarzenegger film is Terminator 2
1: Well, that's pretty good, in fairness. It's
0: an amazing film, right? Yes. I think maybe Terminator is a better film, objectively, but Terminator 2 is a better Schwarzenegger film. It's
1: a lot more fun, Terminator 2, I would say.
0: uh, Schwarzenegger's the good guy. I always like that. And another reason to like Terminator 2 is I found out that some scientists have essentially invented the T-1000
1: is that the liquid one
0: the liquid metal robot
1: how how? that's that can't be true
0: well no they haven't invented a liquid metal robot but they have made a really interesting metal alloy that is kind of similar to the t1000 in terms of well they've made an alloy of gallium indium and selenium which has a really low melting point right so it melts at 10 degrees celsius um so kind of like mercury, which is a, a, ma- a liquid at room temperature as well, but it's really poisonous. So it's not, this one isn't poisonous. It's much safer. And what they did was they put it in some water and passed a current through it and they could make it form different shapes.
1: What do you mean by different shapes? Can they like choose the shapes?
0: They could make it into a sphere and a slightly flatter sphere.
1: So just spheres.
0: And a roddy type thing, I think. Could be. Yeah, they... some simple shapes.
1: Could they do, like, Eiffel Tower? Not yet. Or, like, Westeros or something? Or
0: Westeros. (laughs) I don't think they had enough to make Westeros. That's
1: quite a complex.
0: (laughs) And they certainly couldn't quite get it into the shape of a a person that walks around with a
1: sword for an arm. Well, that's not like Terminator 2. Well, it's on the way, I guess. It's on the way, isn't it? Terminator
0: 2 is a scarily good predictor. I mean, if we were developing that robot, who's to say that you know the ai isn't about to switch on and and kill us all
1: but in the terminator universe isn't hasn't like judgment day gone that's now it was now like years ago isn't it like 97? It was not like 97 judgment day
0: 97 yeah but in terminator 2 it hasn't happened yet because the terminators come back from the future after judgment day
1: or well, maybe in one of them it's they postpone it a little don't they
0: that's at the end of terminator 2 yeah
1: yeah so when is it going to happen when is judgment day
0: i don't know because by terminator 3 judgment day is coming again exactly those ai they're persistent now i think generally the science in terminator 2 is pretty good because of that cool metal alloy that yeah it's just just like one step away from what these scientists have done maybe like several steps Uh, and because i think that dystopian future with the ai is really good there is one it does lose a few points in in science though why because at one point in the film they tried to destroy the T-1000 by upturning a lorry full of liquid nitrogen.
1: And would that what would that do to metal then? Liquid nitrogen is cold.
0: It's cold, yeah. It would freeze the metal and in the T-1000's case it was really brittle and shattered. But it would have also killed everybody in the
1: room. How big was the room?
0: It was a big room but it was a lot of liquid nitrogen. And liquid nitrogen expands like hundreds of times in size when it becomes a gas.
1: Right. So they would have killed the T-1000, and but well, they, they would have killed kill pretty much everyone else in the neighbouring area.
0: Including John Connor.
1: They don't want to do that.
0: No, it's really important that they don't kill John Connor.
1: Then we wouldn't have had all these god-awful sequels.
0: <laughs> don't you say that about Arnold Schwarzenegger films, Reese.
1: They're not great, though, the sequels, are they? No, they're not. I was inspired a little by the newest Terminator, movie, Terminator Gen, Genesis. Gen sis Gen Something like that, isn't it?
0: I thought they just called it Genesis. It is, but, but they, they spell can't spell it, <laughs> They spell it really weirdly. Yeah, they
1: checked a Y in there.
0: It's because um, Microsoft Word had evolved and become intelligent and it didn't do spell check anymore.
1: Is that, it's. It's sort of spell <laughs> check was
0: beneath it. I will defend any Arnie film by just rewriting science.
1: Well, it got me thinking, because I just didn't, like, Arnie's too old to be a robot. Like, no one wants an old robot.
0: But he's like, doesn't he say he's old, but not obsolete?
1: No, but he is, let's be honest. (laughs) Like, a phone gets outdated in six months. He's like a pensioner robot. (laughs) Who on earth? would want one of them. It's old, it's slow. You j- Amelia you d-
0: Clark wants
1: it. No, she does. She's stuck with him. <laughs> so he wants, like, the new fancy model.
0: No, because the new fancy ones are evil.
1: Well, Arnie was evil at one point. I suppose he was. People can change. You know. <laughs> Robots can change.
0: Are you proposing we make a, a nicer version of the T-1000?
1: Yeah. Just like, you know, if it can be done to the Arnie one, that was the T-800, wasn't it? Yeah. If it can be done, it can be done to a newer one. I'm just saying old robots are useless. (laughs) But it did inspire me to look up the world's oldest robot.
0: Oh, interesting.
1: Now, this robot is 240 years old, so almost as old as Arnold Schwarzenegger in that Terminator movie. How
0: old was he in the movie?
1: I don't know, but he's too old. (laughs) He's an old man. He's, he's, he's an old man. Yeah.
0: Well, he's not that old. He's, he's not 240 o- years old.
1: He looks it. He's Tell age, me about he's this badly. old robot then
0: before you carry on slagging off my hearing.
1: Well, this old robot is uh, called an automaton. Now, it is a self-acting robot that behaves in a repetitive or predetermined fashion like Arnold Schwarzenegger's acting.
0: Oh, so... <laughs> He was acting as a robot, Reese. He was pretending to be a robot.
1: I don't think that that uh, excuse flies in most of his films. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, let's get back to this robot. This robot was designed by a man called Pierre Chachetroz. He's this...
0: oh, nice French accent. Yeah,
1: he's Swiss. Apparently, he's oh. a Swiss watchmaker. <laughs> How could you tell that? Like, that was obviously Swiss, <laughs> French. But he was a Swiss, Swiss... A Swiss. He was a Swiss watchmaker. He was a Swiss. Watchmaker.
0: A lot of the Swiss make clocks and watches, don't they? Yeah,
1: they they love it. That's a generalisation, Mia. That <laughs> that's a very offensive stereotype. <laughs> it's not very
0: offensive. It's just that like the best clocks and watches come out of Switzerland, don't we?
1: Those Swiss with well, their rose nice and cuckoo clocks. <laughs> but uh, this is a little tiny little robot, and he's called the Writer, and he can write forty characters. So like a really crap Twitter. <laughs> but... It's, he can it's write
0: like a b c d e
1: wherever you want him to but what's weird is well not what's weird what's brilliant it was made in um, 1770 so it's a very Ooh. old term. this photographs online and um, the the mechanisms in his back is so intricate is I he think. clockwork? Um, I think he must be if it's made by a watchmaker a, yeah, he's going to do his it? clockwork it's not going to be electrical
0: in 1770 no
1: but it's it's very intricate but He's able to write whatever characters you tell him to, but the eyes that's... follow as he writes as well, and oh, that's is able to move its' very, very.: What um, made him put that feature on.: I don't know. Perhaps hmm. you just needed to look where he was writing. <laughs> <laughs> but if you think about it, it's like a little little robot doll, and hmm. he's made the eyes move left to right as it writes follows the quill, because he's the quill. Um, so this is the oldest one. So he built, this guy built it with the help of his son and they used techniques such as homo status and miniaturization to complete the robot. So you would go like these parts they would use in a clock
0: hmm. and then
1: try and get like tiny, tiny versions and very, very carefully put it together. And there's, it's still working. It's in a museum in Switzerland. It's in the Art and History Museum in Nusschall. Yeah. <laughs> in some place in Switzerland. Um, but he made two other automatons in his life. So he made Ooh. the writer, but he also made the musician and the draftsman. The draftsman, yeah. the what draftsman do? I'm not sure. I couldn't find out much the information. Plans. Possibly, he plays drafts. Perhaps. <laughs> That's
0: why I'm like, what kind of draft is that? It? Would
1: be a much more impressive robot or... than the, the writer.
0: Yeah, lose who gave the drafts. drafts. No, or does don't... he shiver and complain about the draft?
1: possibly just every time you leave a door open (laughs) just looks very disapprovingly just over in the just over his shoulder but the right yeah like i said this robot was made in 1770 it's still working so what are you complaining
0: about with arnold schwarzenegger being
1: being old he's just not as competent as this robot is he?
0: oh that that's hideously harsh he protected Amelia Clark all that time.
1: But a lot just, like I can saying, say, technology dates so quickly. But this sort of series, like you say, is clockwork. It's lo- like mm. a lot of tiny mechanisms put together in such a beautiful fashion has made this robot carry on working all this time. But it it's can not the, it can't it can't do only both.
0: do one thing. It can only do, do one thing. And thing. the reason that we sort of get bored of phones is because, say, you know, an early smartphone could hold 20 apps and we want a 21st app so they bring out a bigger smartphone with better processing capability and more storage so you can get more apps so the reason why phones go out of date so quickly is that we want more out of each one whereas if you get a writing robot you literally do just want it to write but surely
1: that would be the same with the terminators though you'd be like oh this one goes turns into liquid (laughs) this one's got snapchat many
0: people update (laughs) snapchat (laughs) i want
1: this terminator (laughs) the Chris Filters.
0: You know what I find really funny about all of the, the the robots in the Terminator films is that even though they are robots that are built by other robots for robot use they still have a graphic user interface. When Arnold Schwarzenegger is walking around you see his point of view and there's text on the screen. He's reading instructions to himself. He's reading his own diagnostics. And what I think is interesting about that is that suggests that when the computers decided to build their own computers They had some code within them that meant write it so that a human can use it.
1: So could the Terminator be like remote controlled, are you saying? So like the user would be able to know what's what?
0: I'm saying it seems like there's some like relic from the past when the first computer was built by a person saying, I need to be able to see what's going on here that just never got removed even after the robot uprising.
1: They're just not that clever.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's the thing.
1: Very good at... Well, camouflage, but not very good at uh, progression and robot techniques,
0: because <laughs> <laughs> they're not human.
1: No, neither is Arnie.
0: Oh, yes, he is. He's fantastic. And you know, I think there's a lot of his films that have really good science in it. Because we talked about Total Recall before, like we said. Yeah. Um. And what about Predator? Go on. Predator had some pretty cool technologies.
1: All I can remember from Predator, it's been a while since I've seen Predator, but all I can remember is was just like, ah, smear cold mud on yourself, <laughs> you know, that bit. We're just rolling around in mud. It
0: was a little bit questionable, but it was a nice kind of basic understanding of how infrared radiation works. He was saying, you know, even though... Because, like, the Predator could only see through thermal radiation, couldn't he? Through yeah. infrared.
1: He's, like, had just his eyes with, like, an infrared camera. Yeah. So you had to become cold and blend in.
0: Yeah, which I thought was quite clever.
1: Would that have done the trick, though?
0: Uh, The mud probably wouldn't have worked as well as it did in the film. But, I mean, it would have worked better than, say, a bin bag.
1: The thermal (laughs) radiation would have
0: just passed straight through.
1: It would have been hilarious, just him just crouching (laughs) in a bin bag. It's like, he can't see me. I'm invisible. (laughs) (laughs) It's It's like, what are you doing in a bin, Arnie?
0: A pane of glass would have been more effective than a bin bag.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: Because mm, that would just reflect the thermal radiation.
1: So if you just sat in a car or something, just got in a greenhouse. Just
0: got in a greenhouse, it'd be fine. I mean, the Predator might be like, there's a hot house over there, but he probably wouldn't bother to look inside. But the other thing he did in Predator was stand in front of a fire.
1: Right.
0: Confuse the signal. All right. So Predator, in a way, was a really good way to demonstrate to criminals how they might hide from police helicopters. That quite often use thermal radiation.
1: I thought you were gonna say it's a good way to, you know, teach criminals how to hide from predators. <laughs> just in case, there
0: is no hiding from Predator. He'll get you eventually.
1: Wasn't there a Predator sequel where they sent a bunch of like criminals to some planet?
0: There was, but Arnold Schwarzenegger wasn't in that one. So no, you know,
1: he did survive the first one, though, didn't he? He did he because just, of the
0: mud and the fire and just general rage.
1: He just wasn't coming back for any Predator action.
0: No. Um, the second one I didn't think was so good because Arnold Schwarzenegger wasn't in it.
1: Well, the second one wasn't very good for lots of reasons, but I don't think it was because of the lack of Arnie. They are doing a new one which has been written and directed by Shane Black.
0: That's which exciting. I'm
1: very excited. For. Shane Black was an actor in the first one.
0: Who was he in the first one?
1: I'm. He's one of the men. One of them. <laughs> but he's gone on to. He wrote like Lethal Weapon and he wrote Last Boy Scout and he did um, directed Kiss Kiss Bang Bang and Iron Man Three and. Uh, more, re- most recently The Nice Guys which is superb he's a brilliant director so um, yeah I'm looking forward to- I don't think Arnie's going to be in it though
0: is he paying you to promote this film
1: no he's just brilliant to shame but much better than Arnie But
0: oh it's harsh harsh because I haven't even told you about the next really good honourable mention for science in an Arnie movie go on then have you seen Pumping Iron
1: no, I've seen uh, I, I've seen pictures on Netflix and thought that just looks god awful. So
0: you should have to watch it. It's fantastic.
1: Isn't it like a documentary about him being all like muscular?
0: It's a documentary a documentary about him and a few other people training for the Mister Universe competition.
1: When did it come out? Was this before he was famous?
0: It was quite early in his career. I think he might have done Hercules in New York by then.
1: Oh, and you, that just shot him straight to star. <laughs>
0: But it was not long after he won Mr. Universe. So he was, he was a big name in bodybuilding, so, uh, not so much in cinema.
1: So, what was the science and how to properly use steroids?
0: Well, bodybuilding is itself a really, really complex science. Right. It's ex- essentially if you take the steroids out of it, and everybody was doing them at the time, Reese. <laughs> um... That's no excuse. <laughs>
1: that sounds just like a Nazi. <laughs> Everyone it, was <laughs> doing it. It so was just that's me. That's
0: horrible. You can't just bring out the Nazi card. I will. <laughs> no. That was just... Well, the thing is, bodybuilding, it is essentially an experiment, isn't it? Because you... Like, in his autobiography, Schwarzenegger's, uh, he talks about, you know, you look in the mirror and you identify which muscle needs to be better defined. How... To find it needs to be i'm sort of gesturing which obviously is not very helpful but say you're looking at your shoulder and you're like that needs to be higher up at this end that sort of thing how do i need to grow my muscle and then you have to design exercises that will grow that specific muscle in that specific way
1: and did he come up with these exercises then?
0: apparently and this i've been delving into the world of bodybuilding science and to be honest there's not a lot i'm going to be able to pass on to you because i don't they use a lot of jargon They haven't had much science communication training in the bodybuilding world. What I understand Arnold Schwarzenegger to be very good at in his time as a bodybuilder was force generation and muscle activation. He was very good at overloading his muscles at the exact point where the maximum force can occur. That's a direct quote from bodybuilding.com. It just sounds
1: like he just overloads them until he's about to burst.
0: But essentially, he would he would find the point where... So if you're doing a rep in exercise... Nice. I don't do this very much, if ever. So say you're moving your arm back and forth. There's a point in that back and forth action where the muscle is working hardest. And that would be the point where he'd put the most force on the muscle, which apparently generates the most mass. That sort of makes sense to me. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, see, bodybuilding science, he understands that a lot better than you or I.
1: He's a, he's a, clev- he's a clever us. man, apparently.
0: Yeah, so he really did sort of, there's people still on bodybuilding.com talking about how Schwarzenegger did it and how they should do it that way too. I'll
1: be honest, you, I was tempted to read his autobiography until this moment. And now I'm like, no.
0: Oh, his autobiography is brilliant. But it goes through the three chapters of his life. The bodybuilding, the acting, and then the politics.
1: Does he talk much about that time he had that kid with his maid?
0: He does. It's in a chapter called The Secret. (laughs) Like, shh. And he regrets it. But the bodybuilding bit is really interesting because he grew up by a lake in the middle of nowhere in Austria and he used to go and just do pull-ups on trees and stuff. So when I went to his museum in his childhood home, I tried to do pull-ups on the same trees.
1: Did you succeed?
0: I did not succeed. I thought pull-ups were easy, but apparently like I can't even get myself off the ground onto this tree.
1: (laughs) What made so, him want to do bodybuilding then? Did he just not have many friends or was it just... I think
0: he had a lot of friends that did bodybuilding with him.
1: Oh, so he was like the in thing.
0: I think so, yeah. They all just kind of got into it together and worked out together a lot.
1: And they all looked up to him as the genius who came up with uh, how to build the muscle
0: mass. <laughs> I think they all did it together.
1: Fair play, he is quite. he was quite muscular. He was. He was.
0: He, I'll give him he that. He did well at that force generation muscle activation. I did have to look down and read it again. <laughs>
1: it's,
0: it's a bit jargony, the bodybuilding science. So I've got a proposition for Arnold Schwarzenegger if he is listening. I think that uh, we should all work with him on a kind of science outreach for schools program because I know you do a lot of that. I do. But this is when we bring Believe Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> into the classroom and he teaches children about bodybuilding without the jargon.
1: All right do you think he would want to do that
0: i think so because he's done a lot of educational work before All
1: right well if you're listening arnold
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's our suggestion
1: there's there's a lot of primary schools around you that could uh, benefit from whatever that muscle thing is i can't read False your
0: generation muscle activation Yeah, i can't read your paper from here
1: so. no that's the
0: point <laughs> Otherwise, you'd see what was coming.
1: Well, another triumph, I think, from the Arnold Schwarzenegger back catalogue is, of (laughs) course, his role. I think if he's ever on uh, Inside the Actor's Studio, this would be the one they would talk about most. Go on. Is, of course, his role as Mr. Freeze in Batman and Robin. Do you
0: know what? That's one of the Arnold Schwarzenegger films I've not seen.
1: You've not seen that? No. Ah, it's it's delightful. Yeah? It's the, the amount of puns. That feature is that like a ice to a seal? It's like that, kind of but at one point it literally just shows up and goes, "Ah, what killed the dinosaurs? The ice age?" And they go, "What? That's okay." Not true. So he's—I oh. he's, know. Not only is it a pun, it's just wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and I so think,
0: before we do outreach with him, we gotta update his science knowledge. Yeah.
1: So perhaps he's not the best person to take around primary schools.
0: <laughs> That's all right. We can update him. So what does Mister Freeze do?
1: pretty much right Mr Freeze was a bloke called Victor Freeze who was forced to place his wife into suspended animation because she had a fatal disease and he couldn't save her so he wanted to freeze her and then kind of try to find a disease for her um, find a disease for find a it? disease find a cure <laughs> for the disease find just more diseases <laughs> like, disease which kills the disease so
0: he like cooled the body down until it was essentially hibernating yeah
1: he put, she, he put her in um, suspended animation
0: one of them science one boxes one of those science boxes which
1: <laughs> like a just big freezer basically just like a big Veneta, vionetta <laughs> that's what he did but mm. um, he was later then exposed to cryogenic chemicals that mutated his body Uh, to rely on sub-zero temperatures.
0: What a coincidence.
1: So he was, yes, so he's a very cold individual, which meant he had to wear, like, a refrigerated suit.
0: He had to rely on sub-zero temperatures. Yeah, he had
1: to, like, his body would only function normally if it was at an extreme cold temperature. So he had to build, like, this suit for him, which kept him at that low, Ah. low temperature. And then, you know, he turned to a life of crime. Makes sense. To get, like, cash to try and fund... This science that he's trying to do to So he's cure a scientist. He yeah, is that a scientist. Brilliant but in the loosest possible sense. Mm-hmm. I think if we look more at the comics and the graphic novels, he's a lot smarter than Arnold Schwarzenegger's version in Batman and Robin. And that's not a criticism to Arnold Schwarzenegger. That,
0: that's his character, not him. Just, I mean, he's a very smart man.
1: It's just a ludicrous movie. Oh. Yeah, plays, I think
0: this is the reason I've not watched it.
1: He plays the part beautifully. I don't Fair think enough. I don't think there's any sure doubt on that. I'm sure but, he did yeah but it got me thinking all about sort of cryogenics go and on. if you could free someone because it's technically illegal I found this out it's illegal to free someone who's still alive
0: who's still alive, who's still alive. Uh, but they, they do it for dead people don't yeah, they yeah they
1: have to be classed as um, legally dead
0: so Futurama couldn't happen well except by mistake
1: yeah it did kind of happen by mistake oh he I mean, like, like
0: fell into it didn't he
1: Sylvester Stallone movie, Demolition Man. I've not seen that. Where they forcefully freeze both Wesley Snipes' character and Sylvester Stallone's character. I think that's like this jail sentence. It's been a while since I've seen that movie. So is
0: it kind of like in Red Dwarf where the jail is like suspended animation box? Science
1: box again. In Red Dwarf. But I think that one is just like, you know, more sci-fi where they just go in and close the door and walk out. This one's actually free. A bit like Austin Powers shall we say?
0: Okay, fair enough. So he
1: is in a big block of ice. <laughs> but it's there's a lot of things that could go, you know, that doesn't really pan out when he's freezing. And there are companies that will freeze dead people in hope that they would find a cure for whatever killed them. Mm. So it'd be a case of reviving them and then curing whatever is that killed them. So maybe one day in the future, if they find a cure for, like, hit and run, <laughs> <laughs> they could... And oh, that's just, isn't
0: that just running a car backwards over someone or something?
1: Perhaps that would work. <laughs> <defrost> <laughs> they might have tried that by now. And just reverse over them, but because our bodies have got so much water in them, and the water expands when you freeze,
0: I must break a lot of stuff.
1: It hurts a lot. So there's imagine it hurts. It hurts. It hurts, mm. it hurts a lot. But imagine all that the cells in your brain are just sort of surrounded by water. So what they have to do. They have to replace the cells. They have to replace the fluid around the cells with something called cryoprotectants, which is um, a bit like you know, like de-icer when you spray it on your car yeah. windscreen. It kind of makes it freeze at a lower temperature. It's sort of... It's like a liquid which does freeze at a much, much lower temperature. However, this is um, quite toxic. Oh. So it has a lot of problems in themselves, but they are doing it still. There are companies out there that you could pay... About twenty or two hundred thousand dollars wow. to be frozen. to look after your body, and then the where whole... do they
0: keep you? Are there just rooms full of frozen people, like in *Future Armor*?
1: Yeah i don't know i think so. like <laughs> it's just like a you know like on storage wars where they, where they, they open up those lockers and there's just stuff in it That's one day all the people are. just open it up and just loads of freezers
0: they will pay two hundred thousand dollars to be here now look what the people outside
1: of me bid in thinking yeah i'm gonna got loads of ice cream <laughs> <loads> of <Calippos." laughs> open up just people 200 grand oh. for that but, um, so it's not cheap but they're hoping like At some point in the future, they'd be able to have the technology to revive them and maybe sort of transplant their consciousness into a clone version or like a robotic version or even in Futurama, a head in a jar.
0: Head in a jar seems all right.
1: Head in a jar? Is this something you'd be interested in? You
0: don't have to worry about doing exercise then, do you?
1: Mm, No, that's true. Would you get like fat face?
0: I don't think they eat do they they have or fish they? flicks
1: they have like do you know, like fish oh, yeah. they call them in the jars
0: yeah I don't think I'd want that
1: no would you be interested in being frozen no what about the I'm idea of live. say if you were told you had six months to live however before you passed away they give you the option to be frozen potentially to be revived in the future is that something you'd be interested before in before
0: I passed away, so while yeah. I was still alive. I'm
1: talking like the illegal freezing, the
0: illegal freezing, the illegal freezing. You could hook me up with someone, could you?
1: Yeah, I know a guy, <laughs> ice cream man no by way. day. <laughs>
0: um, how am, am I paying 200,000 pounds for it because I haven't got that money?
1: Well, just, just hypothetically say no, someone's donated it to me. For someone's free. done it, someone's like, Yeah, no, I'm feeling generous.
0: If they'd said you've got six months to live and I was pretty certain that they were right and we got to, like, the day before. Yeah, why not?
1: You've got nothing left to lose then, really.
0: Yeah, right? I do I do think it will ever work because I'll wake up and go, oh, all the water in my body's turned to antifreeze. Oh, no, I'm dead again. Yeah,
1: you could wake up in absolute agony yeah. and then they're just going to be keeping you alive then for weeks.
0: Weeks? Weeks. I'm doing all this just to be alive for weeks more for weeks. in the future. But it would be pretty if there is, like, that tiny little chance that when they defrost you the antifreeze doesn't kill you and they do cure whatever you've got it would be pretty cool to see the future wouldn't it just to find out whether whether it's more Total Recall or more Terminator or more Sixth Day uh, it's going to be one of those three isn't it
1: yeah <laughs> it's going to be one of them isn't it or you could, like, you could just put your mind into like a chair something inanimate
0: I don't want to be a chair
1: what? you can't choose Mia you oh. just wake up and they're like look you couldn't save your body We had to make quick decisions. Why would they put me in a chair? There was a chair nearby.
0: (laughs) Why a chair? That's ridiculous.
1: You're now a living chair.
0: Why don't they put me in a computer?
1: It's too far away. The chair was closer.
0: Well, what was the chair doing in there? Who was sitting in that room full of frozen bodies?
1: Someone's got to look after you, haven't you?
0: Well, surely they can do it from outside. Don't they have a computer at their desk?
1: Well, yeah, but the chair's still closer. Why couldn't
0: I go into that person instead?
1: Because the person's gone, Mia. The body's frozen. It's it's yeah but i mean gone. the person
0: that was looking after the body oh he's
1: got his own mind doesn't he, he doesn't want well, you he in there he shouldn't
0: have left that chair lying around should he you're just too he's fussy that's for your it.
1: problem i don't want this to be person a chair. this person right has brought you back to life in the future and you're complaining because you're a chair
0: i never really wanted to be brought back in the future anyway i was just talked into it on this podcast <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> well you know be careful what you wish for
0: would you be frozen
1: I don't know. I don't know, because I don't like the idea of waking up and then everything I knew is gone. Yeah, being in a, bit a depressing. Being isn't? in a future, which could be a little cooler, but, <laughs> like, your family's gone, your friends mm. are gone, you're probably homeless.
0: Yeah, and you're a chair, Barney. You're a
1: chair. The chair part I can get on board with, you know. <laughs> if I, only it's, like, a wheelie chair, so I can move around. <laughs> but
0: yeah, a stationary chair would be a bit rubbish. That would
1: be awful anyway these cryogenic <laughs> homes, <laughs> <laughs> they reckon they predict that uh, they might be able to revive someone as early as 2045
0: but when they say revive them does that mean that they would be able to cure them of their death or We're not sure. just freeze them
1: unfreeze um, them. Even. well like I said they have to be dead
0: so I suppose by saying revive they do mean don't they
1: they have to like cure it. Like
0: 2045
1: yeah, because I said, uh, this is a genuine quote from an article I saw. I said, according to companies who perform the procedure, legally dead is not the same as totally dead. Total death, they claim, is the point at which all brain function ceases. They claim that the difference is based on the fact that some cellular brain functions remain even after the heart has stopped beating. So essentially, you cl- you're dead, the doctor goes, right, time of death there, and then they just grab hold of you chuck you in the fridge chuck you in it. as quick as possible
0: but they put all the antifreeze in first
1: you must do yeah at some point so they're
0: so they're saying by 2045 2045 they can at least take what's left of the brain and stick it in a chair
1: well they say something you know something else so i'm using my imagination <laughs> yeah. could be what would you if you had to be an inanimate object Mia, if this was like beauty and the beast where everyone gets turned into ananimate oh, like objects. and yeah. caps and things. They deal with it rather well. I'd don't be a they? robot. Mm, no, that's cheating, Mia. Why
0: is it cheating? There's no
1: robots in Beauty and the Beast. You I'd be... be
0: this new liquid metal that can be made into different shapes.
1: Well, like you, you'd be a sphere, basically,
0: or a cone,
1: or a flat sphere. Yeah.
0: But you know, they would keep working away at it, and soon I'd be a body again.
1: You could be the next T1000. I could be. You could be chasing Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah, but with I'd knife hands.
0: <laughs> hey, I quite like this plan. I'll give him a call. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what other Schwarzenegger film I'd not seen until quite recently?
1: I do know this because we discussed this beforehand and I was shocked.
0: Yeah, you really were.
1: I was junior. I know. But- She'd so never seen junior, Daff.
0: I'd seen twins. So that seemed really similar to Junior, so I didn't think I needed to. Dav
1: is shocked.
0: Yeah. I saw it. Was great. I liked it. I did think he could have saved himself an awful lot of time.
1: To be fair, you
0: just replace was it Emma Thompson and Danny DeVito. It's very similar.
1: Yeah, <laughs>
0: but Danny DeVito's in
1: Junior. Yeah, Danny DeVito in Junior.
0: Danny DeVito is his like buddy that he develops the drug with. Oh, shit, he is
1: in. Junior. <laughs> <laughs> forgot <laughs> that. It is, it's very similar. They obviously had such good chemistry.
0: I think they work brilliantly together, Schwarzenegger and DeVito. But my feeling on Junior, I thought it was a great film. I thought Arnie was fantastic. I think he's brilliant, whatever he does. And I thought his itchy nipples were just, was it sensitive nipples? Itchy yeah, nipples?
1: Sensitive nipples. Something like that. <laughs> I nipples just thought, are sensitive.
0: I really believed that he was having a baby and he was really looking forward to it. <laughs> The only thing I would have said to his character was that actually he didn't need to be pregnant to test that drug. Why not? Because for a phase two clinical trial, you're just looking for side effects. You don't have to have that condition
1: that the drugs are for. So He's not a very good doctor, is he? <laughs> it was it's a slightly
0: not. pointless film. He also had a bunch of chimps in his lab for no apparent reason. And when he was kicked out of the lab, and, oh no, he was testing the drug on the chimps. But when he was kicked out of the lab, they just let the chimps stay in a cage. Some of them didn't even have to live in a cage. They were running around, like, helping the scientists with their research or something.
1: Chimps are clever, Mia.
0: The character was a bit irresponsible. Yeah. When it came to chimps. Yeah, there's
1: a lot of things wrong with the (laughs) characters. Let's be honest.
0: But, you know, I mean, I thought his character was great. I really liked it because it was Arnold Schwarzenegger.
1: What about the bit where he dresses up as a woman and goes undercover at some, what, Lamar's centre?
0: Oh, yeah, that was great. (laughs) He made a good woman. He He said something about steroids because he was East German.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Do you think men could become pregnant then? What about that part of the science? You've got that
0: look on your face that makes me think you've found a pregnant man somewhere. I've
1: not found a pregnant man. No.
0: He wasn't really pregnant though, was he? Because they just.
1: There's a baby inside him.
0: Yeah, but he doesn't have a womb.
1: So where was it? Just hanging out by the stomach?
0: It seemed to be just.
1: In his kidney.
0: They found a gap near his. Near his digestive system, I think near the large intestine.
1: I would quite like to see a sequel to Junior, just to see the awful side effects of a baby that's been raised inside a small intestine. Yeah,
0: like it's not going to work. Like, the but then the point was he was taking this drug to stop his body from rejecting it. So, I mean, a lot of the the arguments for it not working would be the body would reject it, but it does. Uh, if, I think a fetus did, does need like a womb like environment in order to
1: get food or... and yeah
0: be comfortable unless it had like stabbed a hole in its intestine and was ciphering food, food out just a little straw <laughs> that might have worked I don't know probably not <laughs> <laughs> I would have been a super intelligent fetus right
1: yeah that would be amazing yeah so <laughs> <laughs> you found it like just fashioned a straw out of a rib
0: <laughs> but I don't yeah I don't I don't think most fetuses can do that sort of thing so stab no, a straw through so there's the no chance of me
1: having system. a baby then
0: no I think the only way a man could be pregnant is if the man was formerly a woman and had a womb
1: right. but
0: even then I, do, I don't know if they'd have I don't know but yeah I mean you need a womb to have a baby Elsewhere, will the fetus just date.
1: Yeah, he's going to keep her in a box.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Having said that, though, we are coming a long way towards outside of the body wounds. Right. There are conceptual designs for put pop the egg in, wait nine months, get the baby out. Like a, just conceptual. It's not like this is something that we're ready to do. It
1: sounds like you're making breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> it's popper in there. Come back nine months,
0: and you got rotten eggs. <laughs> <laughs> but you are getting to a point where you can deliver you know a pregnant person can have their baby earlier and earlier and the baby can survive like the sort of le- the earliest that you can go into labour is getting earlier
1: what's the side effects of just like being late then because I was quite or late a baby coming out late yeah
0: I don't think there are really side effects from lateness earliness is the problem yeah I was pretty late
1: I was quite late how late were you two weeks Four weeks
0: four weeks late <laughs> that's why i'm so clever
1: <laughs> you're there ciphering out foods it's <laughs> like no i'm fine i'm staying in here i've got my library i've got my straw i'm set for life
0: just siphoning food <laughs> yeah it was all good
1: <laughs> uh, is that why your mum just hates you <laughs> excuse me <laughs>
0: Um, Don't listen to him.
1: I love your mum. Your mum's great.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, my point is, regardless of how dodgy the science is in a Schwarzenegger film, I still think that he's great and that generally I think the film is great.
1: If we were going to rank from best science to worst science film, what would you put at the top? What would you put at the bottom?
0: The top is definitely the... Terminator 2, everything about it. Dystopian Future, T-1000, just really cool. Lost a couple of points for the liquid nitrogen.
1: Higher up than, say, Total Recall?
0: Yeah, because of the mutants in Total Recall, which are a bit
1: dodge. Dodge. You know one I mean? lady with three breasts, one yeah. with a little man in his belly. Yeah. Perhaps that's what happens if you're too late in the <laughs>
0: maybe if I just waited one more week <laughs> <laughs> oh dear what's your top science in a Schwarzenegger film
1: um I don't know I liked it in True Lies where you took a horse in a lift <laughs> that's science science
0: another one of them science boxes lifts.
1: yeah you just rode the horse on the rooftops <laughs> that's science Horses, not afraid of us
0: <laughs> uh, Do you know, with science, I'm, I'm struggling. There's, there's two. As I mean, Junior was pretty bad in that it was a total waste of time. But there's two other that I think are joint bottom.
1: Go on, and what's your joint bottom?
0: One of them, I promised at the start, is the escape plan.
1: Right. Oh, yeah, I forgot we mentioned that. <laughs> yeah.
0: My issue with that was that they thought they thought they came across as being incredibly clever at figuring out where their prison was because one of them caught sight of the stars. He sat down, showed... I can't remember whether it was Stallone or Schwarzenegger that saw the stars, but he sat down and said, these are the stars I've seen, so I can tell you where our line of longitude is. I don't know how he figured that out, because he wouldn't have known what time it was. He wouldn't have known... I assume he might have known what time of year it was, but still, you can't really figure out your longitude by looking at the stars, right? No... And then they said, but what about latitude? And I was thinking, well, you can use the stars for that, but okay. Um, And he said, when I flush the toilet, the water's going clockwise, so we must be in the northern hemisphere. And I looked at the map, then, and I was like, well, I can see the plough there. (laughs) Obviously, you're in the northern hemisphere. Oh. And that was just irritating to me because I think it was maybe Stallone who said it. Maybe that was why I was so annoyed because no. it was like, get out of Schwarzenegger's way, Stallone. No. You're just messing this up by pretending to be intelligent and just not getting it.
1: Don't be dragging Stallone down now. Stallone is much better <laughs> than Poor man's Arnold Schwarzenegger. How dare Poor you? Poor man's Arnold Schwarzenegger. I've never hit a woman before. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Schwarzenegger would be cross if you did.
1: And what was the other joint bottom one, Yeah.
0: This is one that hasn't come out yet, which is why it's it's not maybe not as bad as I think it is.
1: Okay, we're just basing this on plot well, idea.
0: Do you remember twins?
1: I remember twins. It was just like junior, but without the pregnancy.
0: Yeah, they took the DNA of six different people, and they took all the best bits of the DNA, and that created Arnold Schwarzenegger's character, and the leftover bits of DNA became Danny DeVito's character
1: oh that makes sense
0: the idea being Schwarzenegger is handsome and tall and perfect and clever and uh, really good at art and he was just like everything was great good about at him. singing great at did he sing in it?
1: yeah he's singing on the airplane that.
0: oh yeah yak
1: de yak don't hold back
0: <laughs> so yeah he's just wonderful and Danny DeVito is a bit of a bum he's short he's got less hair he's less intelligent all that sort of thing funnier though he is a lot funnier and a lot more charming. Yeah. So he's got that going for he's got him. That go for him. The bad science that I'm really worried about is the concept of triplets. Right. Which has been announced. And the point of triplets is that they discover they have a third brother. <gasps> twist. The twist. Do you know who's playing the third brother? I do, brother? yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's the elephant in the room. What part of the DNA went on to become Eddie Murphy. I
1: have no idea.
0: What how are they going to explain this without just being really racist? This is what I this is what worries me and which might be the reason why Eddie Murphy still hasn't confirmed that he wants to be in the film. So it's a film that could go either way. They could come up with something absolutely brilliant or it could be like the good jeans, the bad jeans and whatever becomes Eddie Murphy. <sighs>
1: It's a recipe for racism.
0: It's dreadful, isn't it? So I'm withholding my judgment because I feel like I trust Schwarzenegger and DeVito. And also the the screenplay's been written by Josh Gad, who I assume is going to write something not racist.
1: He did the voice of Olaf in Frozen. He did. For and those of you unfamiliar with the words yeah. of Josh Gad.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I'm reserving judgment, but I worry that you know if you ask me again in a few years that will be my least favorite science
1: you need to watch batman and robin first
0: i'm excited about seeing arnold schwarzenegger as mr freeze i'm glad i got something to look forward
1: to it's a triumph
0: <laughs> and you need to watch like are there any you haven't seen no Oh, that's all right then
1: <laughs> i've not seen conan
0: uh let's watch conan sometime and i'll watch batman and robin
1: the weirdest double bill ever but <laughs> deal <laughs>
0: I'm looking forward to it. Thanking, Thank you, thank you Reese, for humouring my wildest desires to have an Arnold Schwarzenegger special.
1: I had no choice, Mia.
0: <laughs> Roll on the next fact off.
1: You've been listening to Space Gravy with me, Reese L. Griffiths.
0: And me, Mia Hatton. What about me?
1: Oh, yeah. Produced by David Weeks and edited by Christy Evans.
0: Visit our website at spacegravypodcast.com and follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram.